Good morning. You know, sharing my faith story reminds me of when I was an organizational development leader and we would roll out a new leadership program. For the first iteration, all of the best leaders came, the strongest, most promising. Then, as the program got established, other leaders came. You know, the ones struggling a little bit more with their skills and way of being. I feel a little bit like that today. All of the living saints of this wonderful parish have shared their faith stories. <laughs> now you get to hear me. Um, I'm a lapsed Catholic who has at times believed everything and at other times struggled with the whole notion of God and religion. I was born in Frostburg, a small town in Western Maryland, in 1952. I mention the year because at that time, I was considered the child of a mixed marriage. My mother was Catholic and my father was Methodist, although he rarely attended church. And the story is that my parents eloped because Nan, my grandmother, did not want my father to marry a Catholic. They were destined to be, and I was raised in the Catholic faith along with my three sisters. For me, religion was more about rules than revelation. I, um, I found it hard to keep hold of the Jesus that loved me, like in the song. I remember thinking, I'll never say enough prayers to avoid purgatory. And for you non-Catholics, that's where sinners go when they die, if they're not quite ready for heaven. In addition to that, I have this recollection of a Monsignor sharing with me that only Catholics went to heaven. And I clarified this point because I really adored my non-Catholic father, and this was a potential deal breaker for me. And so, as you can imagine, suffice it to say, by the time I reached adulthood, I was rejecting the church altogether. Like many of you, my children and life, in my case, the death of my mother, brought me back 20 years later. Bill and I, my husband, Bill and I moved here to Washington in 1980. We had our family here. Whenever we came to church, we came here. Bill had been born Episcopal, and I liked the liturgy. We were Christmas and Easter-only members for years. After my mother died, Bill and I started to have longing for God, community, something more. My nine-year-old daughter, Meg, wanted to belong to a church, and my 11-year-old son, Bill, came along for the ride. He eventually was a sacristan. So, that, so we joined. That was over 25 years ago. And then lots of things began to happen. We started coming to church regularly. Sermons spoke to me in new and powerful ways. The music and often some of the hymns would move me to tears. They still do. And I started having experiences of the spirit outside of church. So you see, my spiritual awakening occurred here. Looking back, I think my path has been one of call. A call to join, a call to discern, a call to pray, and a call to serve. 
My story's still unfolding, but certain things stand out. One of the most significant is joining the discernment ministry. I never shared my faith story with anyone, let alone a group before. And I remember as I was participating in the first Monday morning prayer group, I'd walk in thinking that the scripture passage had no relevance to me. I'd leave having, ex having experienced prayer and community, knowing that God had chosen that passage just for me. Rip Coffin was a member of our group, and we journeyed with him through his battle with cancer. Faith and community was a powerful thing. A few years later, I was received into the Episcopal Church by a female bishop right here in the nave, a very important milestone for me. When Rose Duncan came to the nursing home when my father-in-law died, she performed a ministration at the time of death. She laid her hands on and prayed for each of us, including my father-in-law. It was beautiful. Co-chairing the search committee for me was a time of community building and prayerful discernment as we found Ledley and he found us. And I learned so much about this community and the many ways people were seeking God. What now? More and more I feel called to look inward, to seek and be present to where the divine touches my soul. I want to live into that. I try to integrate my spiritual life with everything I do. So as a leadership coach, I try to create a sacred space for my clients. I'm joining, I've joined the Stirring the Waters ministry, which has given me the courage to talk about my white privilege. It's also compelling me to bring my faith to action, not only because I want to help, but because they are me and I am them. I continue my education and reading spiritual works, including ones that go beyond our Christian faith because they deepen my experience of the divine and how to authentically express it in the world. And I come here, whether I'm experiencing God's presence or living into my feelings of being disconnected. Most importantly, this is where I'm at home with fellow journeyers and seekers who enrich my life in faith. Thank you. <laughs>